You're listening to The Uppercase Life, and I'm your host, Joseph Brewster. There are seemingly endless benefits to being generous. There's everything from blood pressure to our quality of sleep to just general happiness in life can be improved by being more generous. And that's probably something you could guess. I mean, even without me telling you statistics, I'd bet that you wouldn't hesitate to agree that being generous is a good thing. You would probably like to be thought of as a generous person. It's a quality that we value in every culture across the globe. Being generous is just considered a good thing. But there is a problem. Everyone wants something from you, whether it's time or money or attention, maybe emotional support. Sometimes it just feels like the whole world is in the business of taking and consuming the things that we strive to protect and keep for ourselves. And then when we feel like our resources are threatened, naturally our instinct is to defend ourselves and to act from a posture of fear. Because we fear that we're going to lose those valuable things and then we won't get them back. We look around and suspect everyone is plotting to spend more of our time or our money. And the world just becomes this sort of treacherous and demanding place. But it isn't just fear. Sometimes the people asking for these resources aren't our enemies. They're not really out to destroy us. In fact, sometimes it's the very things we love the most and we feel like to deny them those things would be wrong because it's our obligation to give them those resources. It's the debt that we must pay to be a good human being. And then we run into a problem. How can we be generous when we don't even have enough? Generosity has to come from a place of choice, and it has to come from some sort of abundance. You can't force it. That doesn't feel like authentic generosity. And if we can't act from a place of choice and abundance, and our choices seem to be taken away from us, that leads us to feeling trapped. It leads us to feeling like we're in debt. Paying off a debt doesn't feel like an act of generosity. You're forced into these decisions and situations, not because you're choosing to, but because you owe someone something. You're stripped of things that you would prefer to keep, and you're cornered by things like bills or obligations or family needs, health problems. The list could go on. We don't do it because we want to. We do it because we have to. We do it because we need to. It doesn't really matter what we want. And when you're in debt, and what little you have doesn't even really feel like yours anymore, generosity just is not an option. In fact, I recall distinctly a sunny day in the springtime. I was driving to work, and I was going to my office in downtown Dallas. And I had been trying to get a business started for the past couple of years. And at first, I really wasn't making much money. Over time, I started to do better. I started to accumulate more clients. The work was good and money started flowing in. I was happy for a bit, but then I reached a point where I remember sitting in rush hour traffic in downtown Dallas and looking around at other people. Other people that I imagined were driving to more normal jobs, jobs with bosses, with time clocks that they punched in and punched out and went home from. And here I was sitting in my car waiting to get to my office and I was dreading every minute of it. Because I felt when I got there, there was gonna be so much to do, I might not could get it all done. 
And I felt like all of my time that day and the resources I would like to have been spending somewhere else were already spoken for. I owed them to these clients that had already paid the bills and we had to get this work done. I had to make sure my team came through. And I remember sitting in traffic that day and looking around and thinking, this is one of those days I just wish I worked at Walmart and my work was simpler and I clocked in and clocked out and didn't care. And I asked myself, what are you doing? How is it that you're actually starting to succeed at the thing that you care about while sitting here looking around envying people that work at Walmart? Something was off in my mindset. When I got to work that day, I walked into my office and I didn't go to my desk. I didn't start working. I just found a little corner and started writing down my thoughts and figuring out why it was that I was feeling this way, even in the midst of what I should have been considering positive circumstances. And some of the major shifts I remember noticing was that at some point I had stopped acting on my values and desires and I had started acting on obligations and guilt. I want to challenge you with these four thoughts because I'm interested in this question. How can you have a life full of demand and cost and still be generous with the things that you have? So think about this. First of all, if you don't spend it, somebody will. Your life is made to live, and if you're not being intentional with your actions, someone else is going to end up controlling those actions for you, whether they intend to or not, and maybe their intentions are very good. How can you blame someone else for taking your time if you're not using it and you didn't have intentions for that time? Or perhaps you did, but you didn't communicate them. How can you blame someone for taking your money if you leave your money lying in the middle of the sidewalk and you walk away? They don't know it's yours. They don't even think that you want it. I guarantee you they will take it and they will find a way to spend that for you. The difference between being generous and being ripped off or taken advantage of is sometimes is simply the difference between spending something on purpose and spending it on accident. You do have something to give. It's up to you to recognize what you have to give and to give it with intention and not allow other people to spend it without your permission. Here's the second thing I want you to consider. The biggest debts are sometimes in your head. Now there are real debts in life, of course, but you also have an invisible account book in your head where you hold yourself accountable. And if you're like me, sometimes you can hold yourself in debt for things that other people don't. You become your own debtor. And if you're like me, I can be a pretty tough master. You think that you owe your time, your work, to your family maybe, to your boss or to your friends. And in reality, you aren't actually in debt to those people. You're giving them your time. You're giving them their resources because you're generous and you're nice. And if you can switch that narrative, if you can take the exact same action with a different attitude, you're going to get completely different results. You show up at work on time it's not because your boss would reprimand you or because you'd feel guilty. It's because you care about your work and you want to help your organization and you want to support your team. You spend time with your kids not because you have to do that or you're not going to be a good parent, but because you choose to do that, which makes you a good parent. And then the third thing I want you to think about is there is always a choice. 
This doesn't always feel true, but no matter where you find yourself, from the penthouse to the jail cell, there's always a choice that you can make which will shape your experience and the experience of those around you. You may not always own that choice, but it's there whether you see it and whether you act on it. It's time to start speaking and acting as if you have some agency in your situation. Because no, we can't change everything and we can't fix every problem. And there are going to be numerous things outside of our control. But we can choose how we encounter them and how we define them and what we say about them. So make a choice. But not only that, speak about your situations. Speak about your resources as if you have a choice. As if you are intentionally acting. And then the last thing I want to encourage you with is that generosity isn't about you. I know we live in a culture where it seems to be about us. It seems like we are supposed to be an individual. We are supposed to be hustling and doing our thing and being ourselves, no matter what others think of us. But believe it or not, there is a bigger picture. And you're going to have to break away from that common mindset of we are the thing that matters most. Me, me, me. I am not always number one. You're going to have to recognize that life is most meaningful when it's relational and relationships require a certain level of generosity. When you're being generous and you're doing something for someone else, it does benefit you, that's true, but it's got to be about more than just you and what you're getting back in return. Stop living in your own head, thinking only of your own needs. Start identifying your skills and resources and ask yourself, how could I use these to benefit the community around me? I know you want to be generous. You know it's good for you to be generous, but you can only give from what you recognize that you have. Are you recognizing your abundance? Are you recognizing your blessings? Or do you feel trapped and obligated? Do you feel in debt? It's time to identify those thought patterns that are holding you back and keeping you defensive and bitter. And it's time to be intentional and experience the joy of generosity. 